Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Let's go to Europe, Brandon. I love this so much. I'm a psychology expert in Finland, the number one happiest country in the world. And here are three things we never do. This is Frank Martella, PhD, is a philosopher and psychology researcher who studies the fundamentals of happiness. He's also a lecturer at Aalto University in Finland, the author of A Wonderful Life, Insights on Finding a Meaningful Existence. You can follow him on the Twitters. And Frank Martella is a giant Finland turd. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a turd. I, I think he's a, uh, I really like him. I, te- I checked him out. He's got a great Twitter feed. Seems like a really smart guy. He kind of looks like a younger version of that that drug addict doctor on or on uh, the 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 drug show doctor whatever. Uh, anyway, but doesn't matter. I did a little research on him as well. He's the Doctor Oz of Finland. That's what I found. Is he really? No, I just oh, that'd be awesome if he was. I like when Finnish people try to tell us what to do, but nevertheless, sure, sure. we'll try this out. Oh, because we're doing such a good job on our own. We don't need any help. We don't need help from the Finns, sure. especially. So three things Finns never do. Number one, Brandon, we don't compare ourselves to our neighbors. There's a famous line by a Finnish poet. Roughly translated, don't compare or brag about your happiness. I think, honestly, if there's one thing in life that could cure lots of things, it's never comparing yourself to anybody else because that is only going to set yourself up for failure. I don't feel like the Finnish people have a... I uh, have the, the the kudos on this. The corner. The corner is what you're corner. trying to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I liked all three of these things personally. I think they were common sense, but I do think uh, Finland's always, like it's an Arctic country, right? A lot, of, a lot of dark, yet it's always ranked as one of the happiest countries in the world because of their culture. I love this, right? He was saying that you just don't focus on other people. Focus more on what makes you happy and less on looking successful. The first step to true happiness is to set your own standards instead of comparing yourself to others. It happens when our kids are little. Maple's already comparing herself to her friends. We say, you don't yeah. need to worry about that. And it's sad. Our culture is so much about comparing ourselves. You're not working as hard as so-and-so. Your house isn't as nice as so-and-so. Your car is its crazy how much we compare ourselves. Yeah, and, you know, we're all our own people like what is good for someone else does not good for you and i don't understand why it's so hard to figure that out as an american because we are a country that values individualism over anything else so we we are founded with this idea that you could come here and do make yourself different you didn't need to worry about what other people thought and the problem is is that what we end up doing is we ultimately compare ourselves to everybody else our success is compared against the other people right instead of saying well, I'm successful because I've got a, a, a lovely family or I've got a fun house or I've got a cute dog or whatever it is that makes me happy, right? Or I like to run or I write good poetry, whatever. But no one is, needs to know about it, right? You and I talk about this all the time. We're like, what makes this podcast, somebody else's podcast, really successful when we feel like we're doing a really good job and we're not as successful as them? Well, part of that is economics, right? We want to do better. We want to whatever. But the other part of it is there's a, a piece for both of us, which is we want to be better than everyone else. And it's just, I think it's built into our culture. That might be true. Uh, I would just say, lastly, you have to listen to yourself to know what you want and what makes you happy. You can't listen to anybody else. You have to listen to yourself. Richard Moore has been talking about this a lot lately. Lately, his advice is listen 
to be a better person, you need to listen. And so if you listen to yourself, anyways, I feel like now I'm a Danish person, Finnish person <laughs> telling everybody else what to do. Well, I am the worst listener on earth and it is my goal in life to become a better listener. So I like that. Okay. All right. Number two thing these Finns are trying to tell us uh, that they do, they never do that we do, whatever that means. We don't overlook the benefits of nature. Oh, I like this. According to a 2021 survey, 80% of Finns feel that nature is important to them because it provides them with peace of mind, energy, and relaxation. In Finland, employers are entitled to four weeks of summer holiday. I feel like he once again is bragging about how great they are. <laughs> Look at you comparing yourself to him. I love that oh. you're comparing yourself to that. To that. No, no, no. I'm not. I I feel like inside what he's saying is Finns are awesome. You. Oh, I think suck. what he's saying is that these are things that make people happy. And you are immediately comparing, oh, America, right? I mean, he's basically saying what all of us believe, that we should get more vacation time. Two weeks of vacation is not enough. That is horrible. I mean, all the studies have shown that. Countries around the world that are truly happy, or we are not a happy country. We are not filled with happy people. And I think that's the point of this, right? When he's talking about nature, I think about like Asheville. We are in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. But you know what the nickname is right now for this town because our mayor is so terrible? Trashville. Because there's so much trash everywhere. And it's like, what, you know, and we do see people that like, there are groups of people that go along and pick up the trash. But isn't it sad that as a value as Americans, we don't say, hey, if I see a piece of trash, I'm going to pick it up. We're going to have more garbage cans everywhere. We're not going to throw stuff on the ground. I feel like you went on a tangent that's not really helping you. No, nature, dude. That's nature. If you're looking at trash all day long, you're not enjoying nature. Well, do you even okay. listen to what I say? Well, just but don't don't spend your time in nature on a highway. <laughs> but nature, <laughs> well, uh, but the Blue Ridge Highway is a beautiful drive where you're looking at trash. You're I, seriously, what is it like in your head? Sometimes I wonder. I really do. What he also says, kind of in the fine print here on this step number two, is to put more plants in your home. My wife is like gone crazy with play- all we do. I can't even. It's like a jungle in my house. <laughs> well, that's good. You must be happier because of it. I, I don't know. I d- we've said this before. If you go camping, you definitely feel like you're part of something bigger. So there is, I, you know. And I don't know what the average American do. They go camping. Do they go to parks? Do they go to the beach? I don't know. But I definitely feel better when I'm in nature. Well, he also talked about the fact that Helsinki is a very are uh, these Finnish cities are very um, dense, but they have lots of parks in them. So he lives right next to the Helsinki version of Central Park, and he walks in it every day. I think that's part of it. Just taking a walk. I love walking with my little dog. I just walk down the street, kind of look around, look at the mountains. I'm terrible about it. I need to be more out in nature, but I don't disagree with this at all. All right. Lastly, our doctor of Finnishness says <laughs> we don't break the community circle of trust. Finnish people tend to trust each other and value honesty. If you forget your laptop in a library or lost your phone in the train, you can be quite confident you'll get it back. Please tell me he's not bragging. Please tell me after that. No, I, again, you. it's really about how you view it. I mean, why in the world would somebody see a wallet on the ground and not try to return it to its I its agree. Own? Well, no, but people it, it, all the time, you, if you dropped your wallet, you would know you weren't getting it back, right? It would end up in a trash can with the money taken out because somebody wouldn't want to get caught with the credit cards, <laughs> Right. Well, and, and I wonder to what degree in Finland, because they don't have tremendous poverty there uh, or, or yeah. crime, that maybe that's yeah. part of it, right? That people aren't feeling like that. But his point was not about just the wallets, that they did these studies. 
The Lost Wallet Experiment 22 tested the honesty of citizens by dropping 192 wallets in 16 cities around the world. In Helsinki, 11 out of 12 wallets were returned to its owner. I think that what he was talking in here is that when you are in a place where people trust each other, i.e., they don't rat each other out. They okay, don't talk about on. each other. They don't do hold stuff on. like that. Yeah. Do you, um, where do you think trust is in like, obviously in your family, you trust your family members, but like in your North Carolina community, do you feel like there's a circle of trust? No, absolutely not. Oh, I really? think there's a huge dividing lines in this city between rich and poor and poor people are really angry. Uh, and rich people are completely banal and above it all. They don't pay attention to these things or it's fake progressive liberalism. Oh, you know, I feel bad. I'm like, well, but you don't really because you're not really making a difference in these people's lives. You're not taking foster kids or doing other things that can help. So I think there's this, there is a separation there. I do not think there's a trust. I really don't. Okay. So now personally, do you, are you a trust? I know people trust you, but do you trust other people? No. No, I don't. And that's sad because I am a trustworthy person. If I found a wallet, I would absolutely return it. That's not humble a humble brag. brag. That's, that's not a humble, humble brag. brag. I knew that was it coming. Is. It is not. It's the way my parents raised me to say, <laughs> make sure that you do the right thing. Like literally do something because it's the right thing, not because you 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 can get away with something. I know that you look at things differently. <laughs> you know, the problem with you a little bit, Larry, is that you like to, you go for the joke more than you go for the honest <laughs> inspection. And so like you say, if you found a wallet on the ground, what well, would you just take the money out and throw it in the trash can? We, I, it's funny, this story, uh, we have found a wallet in Santa Cruz. We were there like, you know, go to the beach or whatever. We drove to this guy's house like 10 oh, minutes out. humble brag, humble brag. No, Humble it was brag. the wife. It wasn't really me. It was the wife. She's Humble like, brag. Your wife is awesome. Time. Your wife is awesome. Humble brag. No, that's the point. But where does that come from? It comes from a sense of that's the right thing to do. And I think that's what he's saying is that if, if people come at it from – goes back to my trash example. If you think that throwing trash on the ground is bad, you're not going to have trash on the ground because everyone's going to think, oh, that's bad. So if I saw trash on the ground and there wasn't a lot of trash, I'd pick it up and throw it away because I knew somebody dropped it accidentally. It's one of those things where we think about what's our cultural understanding of this. Do I think that some people in Asheville will uh, you know, are trustworthy? Of course, there's lots of people that are trustworthy. But I don't think that honesty and trustworthiness is a, a value in our society. Look at Donald Trump, the biggest liar ever. And he was the president of our country and still some people. In communities where we should value honesty and trust, particularly in Christian communities, they just like, hey, you know what? You got to do whatever you got to do. I mean, Donald Trump's taking care of our business, and if he has to lie a little bit, so be it. That's not building trust. My favorite story that you tell is always of how you're such a great sleeper. My second <laughs> one is that you told me of going into the Israeli de desert and the Bedouin people. Oh, I love it. And if you get lost in the desert in the Bedouin people, whatever tribe you run into will take care of you. Well, it's not even that. You could be their mortal enemy. You could yes. have a blood feud with them, but because of the conditions of the desert, like the difference between life and death is someone taking you in and giving you water, that they will do that even with their worst enemies. It's a part of that trust you know, thing. That's a cultural understanding of how to take care of people. And, I, and because you're always thinking, well, it could be me on the other side of this. Yeah. I think that's really cool. That's, that's, uh, I'm once again, I don't know how long ago was you went, uh, when when did the Jews like, take you to the desert? It was like ten years ago. I've been a couple times, but it was it was ten, oh, year, ten years. Oh, but I got you know maybe eight nine times. I've been I there. I, li I, li I am a Bedouin. I live with the Bedouins. Larry, <laughs> I would like to thank you about how not 
to be sincere and honest when you approach something. <laughs> 